Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest in because you have no idea what we have gone through to get her on the show. So I'm just really excited that it's finally happening. With over 10 years of experience in events, entertainment, PR, and marketing, Christina Benthal earned her reputation through her worldly life map, living and working in Dubai, London, and Los Angeles. Always passionate about gender equality, Christina sought out female-founded boutique companies within the entertainment, events, music, and media industries. She's built her experience working under the admired, strong, and successful women that paved the way before her prior to her creating her own media relations and publicity company. And I love that because you know what? As we move forward, we're paving the way for other women. We learn from them. We're teaching others. So I love that philosophy. With all that being said, Christina, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm (laughs) very happy to be here and to finally have you here. So I would love for you to take us on your journey that led you to creating what you've created here. Yeah, absolutely. I well, first is first. Like, I'm I'm so excited to finally get on and like as I'm learning. I'm a first time mom, so I'm I'm literally learning. Like, okay, I just got to do things whenever I have to do them. I can't just wait for the perfect time. There was always something going on. So yeah, I've just pulled I've just pulled over on the side. I'm like in a Chase Bank parking lot right now in Huntington Beach. But I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I originally came from England um, and the Middle East. That's basically where I grew up in those in those two countries, um, specifically like Dubai. And um, I moved to LA wanting to do business, like at UCLA, and I kind of moved over into like the arts and I was working events and like doing voiceovers kind of just like going from gig to gig through my 20s and like just living that LA life um and then I started to really kind of be interested in how foreign women would come to America and you know build their empires and and be moms and like actually you know settle down and make make their family bases out here so it was like 2018 and I started seeking out, you know, uh, women that own their own events companies or marketing companies. And I would just try and like um, shatter them and intern when I could and work part time here and there. 
and it was honestly probably like the best two years of my LA life. It was so fascinating. And these women have been in Los Angeles, you know, for like 20 years plus building their lives. Um, and ironically, like when the pandemic happened, and everything shut down. It was probably the first time in my LA life that I was not going to events. You know, people were not busy. We didn't have all these, you know, things going on, award shows. So I wasn't doing anything. And uh, the company I was working for was a public relations company that kind of come to a standstill as well. Uh, during that time uh, was really when I just started to build. And I had a couple of clients that I'd worked with before who were like, hey, since nothing's going on, like, do you want to spend this time building and just, like, coming up with strategy for when things do actually open up? And I was like, yeah, why not? And so I started doing that, and it got to, like, two clients, three clients, and um, I was like, okay, well, I need to kind of make this, you know, official. And, And then it's like when you're making things official, I'm like, okay, well, what do I represent? You know, that that was that was quite moving to me to kind of sit there and be like, what are my values or what would my company represent if I had a company and what do I believe in? What would I do the same as, you know, the women that I've worked under before and what would I do differently? How's the world different and all of that. And it just grew from there. But then I got pregnant. <laughs> so it was uh, pretty crazy. Like I, I opened my company and, and then I got pregnant and I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm trying to do it at the same time. And then I got pregnant again. <laughs> so it was like a double wham. Um, but you know, I'm still, we're still going at it. And um, I absolutely love it. Like I love being a working mom. I mean, it is extremely, extremely difficult. Like every day I just feel, I just feel just so enamored by mothers around me just doing it. You know, that's what we're all about here because we're sharing how and how we make it work. How for you are you making it work being a mompreneur, being your day-to-day with the kids? We always talk about work-life balance. It's not balance. It's a juggling act. So how are you keeping all the balls in the air, Christina? Yeah, yeah. No, it really is a juggling act. And I struggle. I mean, for example, like this past weekend, I'm blessed to have a nanny that works for us full time. She actually just gave in her notice, like a two week notice. This was on Saturday. That was ironically my daughter's birthday as well. So we were at Disneyland when she kind of gave her resignation. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh my goodness, I have to take the next week off work and I have to change all my medical appointments because my daughter can't come with me to any of the hospitals or any of like my OB appointments or anything like that. And um, my partner, he is in New Zealand seeing his other daughter. So I'm literally here on my own. I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's just solo mama for now, especially like this week. It's been quite difficult for me to allow myself to ask for help and to depend on other people, like depend on your village, you know, ask your family that are around. And I do have family that live like an hour away. And it's really hard. I I mean, I definitely feel, you know, indebted to everybody that, you know, spends a day with my daughter just so I can get my errands done. And then thankfully, I've, I've got my mom, who I was just like, if I can just work one day this week, that would be awesome. And so she's coming out on Wednesday. So it's, you know what? Like, it's not just me juggling ever. It's never, ever, ever just me. It's me plus like five to 10 people sometimes. 
it's part of what Word of Mom Radio is all about. Jimmy, women I've had who are nursing babies as we're interviewing or the kids. I did an interview two weeks ago with my granddaughter in my lap, who's two, because she wanted to be here. And we were like, well, what the heck? Let's just go for it. Same thing with my grandson, you know, and every once in a while they in. This is part of what this is about because women supporting other women, we are learning how to do this. We are there to, it's so funny, my guest that I just had on Sierra Stockland was talking about how instead of being in competition with each other as moms, we should be working with each other and learning from each other. And how were you able to do this and things like that? And that's what this is all about. Because we're not an island. It does take a village. Yeah. What do you want to say to that new mom who is trying to create that village? How did you find yours? I think, like, what you just said about, you know, working together, I think that's really important. And it's, it's easier said than done. I really took the time to try and find my kind of mom group. And I think the the pandemic was a little bit on my side because a lot of my friends from LA were like deciding to have babies. So there was like a few other friends that were going through my their pregnancy journey, like me. But even just, you know, even people I had known for like 10 plus years now having babies, like we're different people. You know, we have different beliefs. We raise our children differently. You know, we... I do this, they do that. And to be able to have that safe environment where there's no judgment or we can ask a question without being lectured or get unsolicited advice, just that safety feeling, I think is very, very important. And it's hard to find. I've, I've got like a small group of moms where we have that. And I, and I think it's difficult. Like you have to constantly keep working at it, right? Like it's, um, it's uh, it's not easy. Like, I, I definitely don't find it easy to just kind of ask questions or be like, oh, you know, I think I messed up. I think I did this or I, I feel guilty about this. I feel like I'm learning so quickly. It's just every day I'm like, whoa, okay, I've just been thrown to the shock, you know. <laughs> where did, well, I have a question. So where did this, how did this grow? Like, was there like a particular thing that happened to you and you're like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to create this, this network. Word of Mom Radio? Yeah. I wanted to give women like me who built their businesses from home while raising their families a voice because I heard for way too many years, when are you going to quit this and get a real job? I have another business, stadiumbags.com. I have a, I designed a line of clear bags and backpacks and safety bags and was 15 years too early to market. So closed my business, started this radio show again to give women like us a voice and then reopened my business, relaunched in 2017, had ourselves globally positioned, and then we had a pandemic. I didn't have a pandemic in my business plan. I really didn't. I thought I had thought of different things, but who thinks of a global pandemic that's literally going to close sports, concerts, yeah. and everything else? And I just, it made me reevaluate because in now we're having to start again. There's a big yeah. difference between 40 and 61. You know, at this point, I have two grandchildren. I want to have fun with, my, with them, so I'm in the process of selling the business. That wow. But you know what? This is really where my love is right now, is Word of Mom Radio. And 
being able to share amazing women on their journeys, building their businesses, raising their families, and empowering each other because nobody gives us a rule book. Nobody hands that baby and goes, and here's how it goes, you know, other than telling you don't forget to feed the baby. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I think our show resonates and we're in our 10th year. So it's just continuing to grow because women should be supporting other women. It really, it's so important because you're not alone. You know, you think, especially as a new mom, oh, nobody understands it. Everybody understands it. Everybody who's been a new mom, you know, we understand what it is to just be exhausted, to just, you can't have a clear thought because some child's game is playing in your head. Some lullabies, you're trying to get something together and it's like, what was I thinking about? And you start hearing songs from Moana. You know, believe me, I'm going through it again as a grandmother. People say thank you, and I'm like, what can I say except you're welcome? Oh, my God. I can't believe you, like, literally hit the nail on the head for me. Like, even just last week, I was uh, I was shopping. I had a load time, and in the store, they were playing, like, acoustic versions of the Moana soundtrack. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, I, like, I don't want to hear this. Like, I literally, like, walked out. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's like, there have just been not so many times, I would say, you know, definitely a few times where I'm just like, should I put my business on hold? You know, should I be a full-time mom? Sometimes I have these, like, I'm on cloud nine, and I'm like, oh, I want to just be, you know, a stay-at-home mom and have a life, and then other times I'm like, no, and it's it's really hard to build a business, pregnant and as a mother, and I, I don't know, the but the other thing is, like, when I became a mother, there was a fire that happened in my belly that I had never, ever had before. Like, it just, it was incredible. It was, like, so, so spiritual. Um, and I actually feel like that's why my business was built. And, like, I had the drive. It was just, I just felt it inside me. And I never had that before. Um, and I feel like it grew from motherhood. On that note, think of what Christina just said and think of how we felt when those babies were brand new. We'll be back. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors and we'll be back with Word of Mom Radio in just a moment. Suit up Connecticut campers and join the bravest pack of pups around for the Paw Patrol experience only at Camp in Norwalk. Camp Stores has teamed up with Spin Master Entertainment to create a fully immersive themed experience of Paw Patrol. Designed for young families, Paw Patrol Camp features a series of interactive family challenges, fun skill-based activities, and theme-based crafts and theater programming for kids of all ages. Go to camp.com forward slash the dash paw dash patrol dash experience for tickets. She is brave, she is bold, she is you, and we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. 
We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. We're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Christina Benthal. And, you know, I have to say, as a mompreneur, I had those 15 years of no kids home, just doing my business, Word of Mom Radio. Then I became a grandmother. My grandson is four. My granddaughter's two. They're the lights of my life, and I work around them still. Since my grandson was two months old, he was in my office with me at least one day a week. These are my working glasses that I'm wearing right now. When I, when I read or when I'm online, I have these kind of mauve purplish glasses. I have green glasses for reading when I read a book to them. So when he was little, I could do the visual cues of, no, 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 Mimi has her working glasses on, so now you have to play. Same thing with my granddaughter, Edie. She sees them, okay, Mimi, and she sits down. She gets her little toys and stuff because you do. it's amazing how you slip right back into it. But it's a lot easier as a grandmother because I give them back. I am not doing, but I know what it is. I know what that is to be building something when your children are little. And it's so overwhelming. But you know what? You will do what you need to do because the wonderful thing about being a business owner, Christina, is that if you want to work 10 hours a week and pick a handful of clients, you can. You want to work 50 out, you know, it, it is up to you. You, yeah. you get to say, or you know what? You get to say, I am going to put this business on hold for a little while. Yeah. And just enjoy the fact that I have babies because they're going to be, trust me, my baby, oh, it still catches in my throat, just turned 30. <laughs> my baby. Okay. My sons are 32 and 34. I'm still adjusting to the fact that I'm not 17. I haven't quite gotten there yet. I really <laughs> haven't. So, but, you know, the flip side of that, how, you know, very often as moms, new moms especially, we wind up with that postpartum place. Yeah. And, and really where we're doubting and, and then, you know, here you have a business. So for you, did you experience that? And how did it affect you as an entrepreneur? I definitely struggled. Uh, so my 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 first pregnancy, I had an unexpected C-section, and um, I really 
it was interesting because they people talk about birth trauma and I and I and I feel at least in my circle that people are actually quite open about it uh, so I, I feel like it's kind of a regular conversation um, but I never spoke about any birth trauma and I and it's not that I didn't think I had any um, I think I was just suppressing it and it wasn't until my partner started to talk about some things that you know kind of just felt a bit off to him or just a bit jarring to him with the c-section operation experience um that i realized i actually felt that giving birth was extremely traumatic and it was it's so confusing because it's also the most amazing and beautiful experience you know of your life then as i started to realize oh my goodness i i think some things could happen that made me actually very uncomfortable it was just it's like my postpartum just I don't know, it just hit, like I, a depression hit, and anxiety was something that just knocked me off my feet, like I've, I've never dealt with anxiety before in my life, like socially, and, and I was realizing that, this is when I first realized that I would have team meetings with my, my team, and I would be so nervous, I would have so much anxiety, like 15 minutes before the meeting, and I didn't even know why, and I didn't even realize it was anxiety in the beginning. I had no idea what was going on. Um, and then when I would talk to clients or talk to just people from the media, like I was just, I was in like a state of panic and I had no idea what was going on. Um, I did start talking about it and now uh, it still happens here and there, but now I'm kind of like, okay, this is what it is. I identify it and I just kind of take a deep breath um, and go with it. And it does, it ends up going away in the moment but it is it the, the postpartum anxiety is really quite that that's probably the main thing that is just so intense for me even with small things like just like even sometimes I'm like I can't even go into the grocery store I'm just and and I, I can't even tell you what I'm anxious about I'm just like I can't do it or I can't make this phone call to Time Warner Cable because I'm just so scared I don't even know what I'm scared of so it's it's um it's really tricky. I mean, I'm very confused by it to be honest. And I believe in therapy, and I just hugged myself into therapy immediately. I was like, I need to be able to like safely talk about this. And I started talking about it with other moms, like my mom village. And that, again, I think that's important, but it's way easier said than done. And I'm very aware of that. And and I understand it's like a, like a catch twenty two, isn't it? Because it's like oh, I want to be open with other people about my anxiety and stuff because maybe they're going through the same thing, but then I'm nervous about talking about it or I don't want to offend anybody or I don't want to judge anyone. And then, like, no one ends up talking, right? So it's like I really just have to push myself to be open and and communicate and be there for other mothers because we are going through this journey together. We absolutely are. And it's so often with any kind of depression, especially postpartum, because you're so afraid as a new mom – Oh, they're going to think I don't love my baby. They're going to think this. They're going to think that. No, no. And you know what? You're not alone. You are not alone. You have just gone through humongous upheaval. You grew another person inside you and then had to go through the trauma. People, oh, yeah, cesarean section. How many people do not realize what major surgery a cesarean section is? Yeah. Recovery time that it takes. Yeah. And that's where it's like, you you have had a major trauma to your body, and now you're already having another baby. How old was your daughter when you got pregnant with your second baby? 
She was like nine months. That was me. Really? I'm serious. My sons okay. are 18 months apart. And wow. then my son was two years, nine months apart with my daughter. So, and I got news for you. My oldest was the diaphragm. <laughs> my middle child was the sponge. And my daughter was the pill. Wow. So, yeah. You know, I it, meant to be can't be changed. You know, man plans, God laughs. What was your initial experience, like your reaction when you found out you're pregnant the second time? I woke up each morning knowing I was pregnant. Actually, with my daughter, I knew when it happened. But my sons, I woke up with my first son. I was like, lifted my head. I put my head back on the pillow. I was like, oh, my gosh. I got pregnant yesterday. And my husband was like, what? And I'm like, you know what? Never felt like this before. I've never been pregnant before. I'm telling you. And then you had to wait six weeks. You had a mission period, blah, blah, blah. My second one, same thing. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh, wow. wow. Man, I got pregnant last night. He's like, what? We had just moved from New York to Ohio. Wow. Just set up our, our son was nine months old. They had just stopped nursing. Yeah. And, you know, and then with my daughter, I was like, oh, my God, I just got pregnant. He was like, what? Wow. So, yeah, it was it was definitely, we were married four months when I got pregnant with our first baby. You know, we were celebrating our second anniversary. I was pregnant with a second one. I, wow. Yeah. So it was a lot. But at that point in my life, I was a stay-at-home mom. Uh-huh. So I worked, I actually got an in job uh, interpreting for the hearing impaired while I was in, living in Ohio, pregnant with my second son. Just so I could get out for a few hours, I interpreted in a school for a couple of days, a week. Very cool. You know, yeah, yeah. just kind of got me out for a little bit, and I wanted to yeah. keep up with my sign language. But I was fortunate, on the flip side, I then became a single mom when my kids were six, four, and two. Okay. So talk about juggling, and I worked when they were with their dad. I wanted to be a full-time mom. And right. then started a marketing company. That's right. what I, so I've been a mompreneur since 1994. Incredible. Yeah. And, and it just, I mean, how so many different evolutions, right, to that, the mom culture, working mom, stay-at-home mom, it's just like evolved in so many different ways, hasn't it? It really has. And, you know, I want to ask you, if you could tell non-parents something, what would you wish they knew about how to support those professional moms out there? What do you want them to know? My goodness. Non-parents. You know, for me personally, it's the unsolicited advice, I think. And it really, and I think the reason why I feel it so heavy and the reason why it fires me up is because that energy and that time that they've taken to give me whatever advice it is, I, I feel sad because I'm like wow that could have been spent on like nurturing our friendship and spending time together you know and in a way because I I can't I can hardly see them anymore right so it's so precious that time is so precious to me and I don't I don't think that they feel the same um, urgency or the same like okay you know I've got two hours you know with Christina and then I'll probably won't see her for like another eight months or something or like her next baby shower (laughs) you know like it's like um yeah I I get really quite annoyed I don't I don't know I know they don't mean it I never react uh but I just I just don't care to hear it um it's tough or like 
it, a lot of the times in my in my with my friends it's like oh well my sister did this or my aunt did that or you should try this or you should try that or you know my nutritionist says this and I'm just like I don't want to sit here with you and like talk about this you know I just want to have fun like I want to go out and like just do something and just hang out I would say for me personally non-parents just no advice. I'm telling you a story, then just listen. But I also, by the way, I also, when I'm with non-parents, I actively try to not surround the conversation about my babies or about myself or being a mom and a working mom. Like I, I actually like really try to talk about other things because I, I, I don't want it to happen vice versa. Like, oh my gosh, every time I see Christina, all she's talking about is Charlotte, you know, or drama with whatever her nanny blah 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 I don't want to do that like I want to actually honor their time as well good for you you know here's the thing there are people who aren't parents who do want to hear about your kids and your clients and I'm going to say this to you really honestly your clients understand you're a mom Uh and so when things happen you don't have to hide hide it from them you really don't it's be a word of mom radio if there's a kid cameo and Charlotte's awake and we're going to hear her in the back, it's not something. Look at that cute little face. Oh, my gosh. Hi there, you little cutie pie. Oh, I wish you guys could see her. She is so adorable. What a good picture. Is she sleeping? Yes. There you go. You know what? And we'll close up the interview for you just so you don't feel anxious. Because believe me, here on Word of Mom Radio, we love kid cameos. So you come back sometime when she's older. Hopefully, Miss Dory will be one of her favorite clients. Oh, I appreciate you, Dory. Thank you so much. You are guys, so welcome. I love your energy. It's just, it's so soothing and so calming. It's such a pleasure to just talk to you and even hear you. Oh, you're so kind. And you know what? I love what I do. And I love getting to share other women who are passionate about their businesses. And you as a new mom, this is such Talk about a learning curve of how to yeah. work with people, how to work around your child and everything else. But again, your clients always be, it's, it's easier. They're going to want to know about your kids' birthday parties and things like that because they're part of your life. Be your client if they didn't want to be part of this. There's, there's PR companies they could go to that don't have a baby in the background. You know what? Focus on the women that need that. It's so true. Well, hello, little girl. You're on your first interview. Welcome to Word of Mom Radio, Charlotte. Yes. Don't you be upset. We're going to let Mommy go. We will. We'll let Mommy go. So you know what? I'm going to let everybody know. You can reach out to Christina at ChristinaRelations.com. All of her links will be live on our site. And I really want you, you know, moms to moms. Talk about supporting another mom's business and also reach out just to let her know she's not alone, that we are all in a juggling act together trying to figure out how to make all of this work because it does take a village. So, Christina, thank you. I'm so glad we finally made this happen. I really Thank you so much, Dory. It's been my pleasure. Bye, Charlotte. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, it was my pleasure. It really was. And for all of you tuning in, thank you so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. 
So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true.